0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast where I interview industry professionals. I ask about their businesses, experiences, and perspectives to hopefully teach you a thing or two. I am your host, Kenneth LaRosa, and this is Real Estate & Coffee. All right, welcome to this episode of Real Estate & Coffee. Today, my guest is Lisa. Lisa, how are you doing?
1: Hey, Lisa in the city.
0: Oh um, we're just going to go straight into it. Okay. Uh, which brokerage are you with and how long have you been in the, in the industry?
1: So I'm with Royal Page Real Estate Professionals in Vaughan and uh, I've been in the industry since 2005 so about 15 years 14 going about 15 years, but I'm so young like I'm so young
0: <laughs> How do you approach a listing presentation?
1: So you sent me these questions before we came here, and I was thinking about this. What could I add of value to people to be like, okay, how do I go about a listing present? I think I kind of do it now so automatic. I don't really think about the process, but one of the things I, that came up for me when I was thinking about this question was, I try and go about it in a way where thinking about how the person in front of me is thinking about things. like, And what I mean by that is a lot of people will lead that at a listing appointment talking about themselves and what they can offer a person, I actually lead with talking about price first because I feel like the person sitting, the homeowner that's sitting across from me, they wanna know that, they're like, let's get to that. And then if the way you deliver that, usually the next question is like, okay, so what do you do? And, and I try and lead, I try and have my listing presentation have a flow that is the natural way that people will think about things and I just find like the conversations go a lot better. Plus the first thing I do when people come into, when I go into a listing presentation is it's for me, it's all about the connection first. Um, is this someone that I can work with? Is it like personalities? Is it a good mesh? And if it is, then I'm like score. If it's not, then I either have to figure out is how do I accommodate this person or it just might not be a really good fit at all. So. Great. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's what came up for me when I was reading your questions.
0: Great. When in your process do you get a buyer rep done?
1: Okay, so I am like the worst when it comes, like the total disclosure, I don't think I've ever had a buyer rep signed. Um, it's probably not good advice. I'm going to now be kicked off the podcast. <laughs> but, um I kind of have this thing where it's more of like on a handshake and I think it's maybe just because a lot of my business comes from um, referral, past clients, and now Instagram. Like, So it's all people who kind of already know me. So I kind of operate on like a handshake. I'm like, give me 30 days. If I can't find what you're looking for in 30 days, then, you know, freely go where you need to go. So I don't really hold people down.
0: But you do get one when you do a deal.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Just wanted to clarify that. Maybe. (laughs) One thing you think all agents should do better?
1: Be themselves. I think there is a big trend in this industry that like, the minute somebody gets their license, they have to have the best suit, the best car, and have this image of success versus leading with the personality. Like there's so much more weight being held on what the image of success versus authenticity and trust between you and your client. And I think if people were a little more authentic about who they are, and instead of trying to raise themselves up, like actually raise the client up, if that makes sense. I think there's way too much. I understand why people do that because they feel like if I look successful, people will think I am successful. But I think if there's more emphasis on the, uh, what's happening, the conversation and the dialogue between you and your client, that's gonna be way more powerful than the fact that you're driving. Like sometimes you drive the best car and people right away, they wanna cut your commission. They think you're a douche anyways unless you're gonna, like if you're actually looking to build your business and not be transactional, like if you're looking to build a database of people, there has to be trust there, there has to be, for people to come back anyways. That's my belief.
0: How would you describe your brand?
1: My brand? Uh, So I would describe my brand as unapologetic, probably a little bit raw. And fun.
0: What is one piece of advice you would give your younger you as you started your business?
1: Um, you know what? Like, when I started in real estate, I never worked for anybody else. And part of it was, like, the whole reason I got into real estate was because I wanted to be my own boss. So the idea of, like, working for somebody else, to me, just seemed like a trap. And now looking back, I can see, like, the advantage of working with someone like my learning curve would have been like instead of maybe over seven years it would have been in two years or a year or whatever you know what I mean I just think I would have learned how to do things much faster versus really having to grind so much I was really young when I got into real estate which is why I'm so young right now side note Um, (laughs) um, but yeah like I I think I didn't really understand the value of working with someone else and I mean for me I guess it worked in the way that like some people just have to learn that way and I guess I was just one of those people that I had to kind of do it on my own to really get it what was the direction I wanted to take and even just to understand who am I as the the face of the business I'm trying to build so um, yeah I just I, I think that if I would have gone back and at least had more of a mentor or worked for somebody things would have just moved a lot faster but just like the reason that you're doing this whole podcast like there's just not enough conversation happening and whether it's people are scared to like say what they're doing or don't want to share or don't think the person's gonna share back you know it's a little bit of a scarcity mindset so but you know it is what it is
0: on that Did you have a lot of support from your office when you first started off?
1: Um, There was support. They had uh, workshops and uh, admin was there and they had people come in who were coaches. But when you're first starting out in a business, it's really, you kind of have to find your own way because there's a million different coaches, there's a million different people saying do it this way, I did it that way, which the good news is you can be successful doing it so many different ways there isn't just one way to be successful in this industry but on the other hand it can be so overwhelming because you're like well what do i do because i was young like there was a sense of me even trying to still figure out who i was and then on top of what could i be good at i knew i talk a lot i think at the beginning of me becoming getting my license, it was a lot of just, oh, this person does that, let me try that instead of what are the core strengths that I have and how can I use the cards that I've been dealt to create something. And then every time I hit a plateau, it's the same thing.
0: What has been the biggest hurdle working for yourself and what have you done to overcome it?
1: I think there's constantly hurdles. I feel like I'm at like this plateau right now. So every time I grow, I, one of the things I once said to a coach, which now she uses as this quote, which when, it, when you hear it from someone else, you're like, oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> but, um, and it was something along the lines like, the more I grow as a person, the more my business grows. So the more, I, I, I didn't really get into personal development and um, just personal growth until I became an entrepreneur. Because when, after school, there's you kind of feel like, okay, now it's time to get a job. You don't really think as much about continuing your education, whether, and I'm not talking about like formal education necessarily, but just growing as a person, right? And I actually, in this industry, I kept going outside of the industry to find inspiration and bring it to the industry. I think that's kind of been my like secret sauce, which is why I was able to sort of jump on a few things a little bit earlier. But yeah what was your question again (laughs) (laughs) biggest hurdle biggest hurdle yeah I think the hurdle is I don't think the hurdle ever goes away and I think that's something like we kind of have it like success is this thing is like you're gonna have all these hurdles and then one day they're gonna be gone and it's not like that at least that's been my experience I feel like I get over a hurdle there's growth that happens and then now I'm at another one and it's like and I and I'm at that place right now and it's, it's a constant thing in the 15 years that I've been in this business, there hasn't ever been a time that there is something I'm trying to fix or tweak or see if I can do it differently or how do I grow there hasn't yet been a time where I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know what I mean? There's always a next thing that you're looking to do. So I don't I don't know if there's ever a hurdle, except for the fact that you need to have stamina to be constantly, because that could be the thing that for a lot of people is hard because if, if in your mindset you're thinking, I'm gonna have some hurdles and then it's gonna be clear sailing. Life doesn't look like that ever. At least I don't know anybody whose life looks like that. But I think you need to realize and be okay with the fact that there's constantly going to be challenges and things. And if you really want to like succeed and get to high level performance, that's just the way it's going to, your life is going to be. So you need to be okay with that too, have the stamina and also the thing that's come up for me in the last, I would say, two years is self-care just how important it is stamina comes from you need to be in a good place health wise mental health wise to really be constantly dealing with challenges and hurdles and to be con- and where it never stops and you need to be able to constantly tackle it so those have been the things at the beginning and then now that i think i deal with the most that's great points i'm yeah. just bringing you all my goods right now i'm bringing you all the golden nuggets that's awesome. <laughs>
0: Now moving into a little bit more of a relaxed set of questions. What album would you say is the soundtrack of your life so far?
1: Oh my god, this is such a good question. You know what, for me, like um, I feel like the soundtrack, there's stages of, do you have like stages in your life where there's certain songs that it's like it brings you right back to that time in your life? So. I feel like my life is this is a like maybe one day that would be a cool project to do like just have a soundtrack of your life the different stages there were times where like, I listened to Bjork and was all into that's what kind of got me into house music a little bit but then like 90s hip hop is big and dear to my heart too so and 2000 R&B and then like reggaeton I, there, I could just keep going but And then, you know, Mariah Carey, whenever you had a breakup and you're like, "Ah, don't listen to soft, like sad songs and then you're weeping. Anyways, that's another story. But I feel like um, for me, I think the one thing that's common about the soundtrack of my life, it's very upbeat. It's very like things that make you energize you. Like I listen to music a lot before going to appointments. I host parties for my Instagram and database. Um... It's a big part of like who I am, for sure, and my energy. What is one thing no one knows about you? I feel like people know everything about me. <laughs> One thing that people don't know about me, I have a science degree, not a lot of people know that about me, which sounds very weird because I'm very creative. But I actually have a Bachelor of Science from Queens. So, Oh, and I once went to Harvard just so I could buy a t-shirt. And I wear it every once in a while when I want to big myself up, even though I've never even tried to enroll for, like, Harvard. Have you ever tried to wear a Harvard T-shirt at the mall? Do you understand? People look at you like, oh, my God, that girl's so smart. And I'm like, I know, i got this T-shirt for 20 bucks.
0: (laughs) Finally, what is your favorite coffee shop in the city? And what do you usually order?
1: Um, I'm really big. Okay, so in the... Here, I would say my, the coffee shop I like. I like Italian coffee. I like espresso, cappuccino. So I always go to that one on um, on Queen. The ones that, the guys from Taroni did it. El Sud, or I don't know, something like, I can't remember the name of it, but it's been around for a while. I always pop in there. Anything that has to do with where you stand and get your espresso, like an old Italian man, I'm, I'm for that. Yeah, I'm a big, uh, Espresso, cafe. I come from Vaughan, right? So, so in Vaughan, Vaughan. I mean, in Vaughan, there's so many places. It's all those like little Italian coffee shop kind of places. Versus, I mean, I'll still go to Starbucks. I had Starbucks right before coming here, but um, I, I like an espr- I like it like espresso and yeah. There's so many. I like Faema out there. Any bakery, like I go to like bakeries to get coffee in Vaughan. But.
0: That Those everything? are all the questions I have for you. Thank awesome. you very much for joining us. Thanks on this so episode. much for having me. No problem. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Real Estate and Coffee. Hopefully you are able to learn at least one thing today. I am your host, Kenneth LaRosa. You can find me on Instagram at Kenneth And if you wanted to connect with today's guests, take a look at this episode's description to find their socials. Have a great day, and if you enjoyed this, please share it with one person you think could benefit from our show.